tell them, I'm so glad you're here. High five your other neighbor, the one that didn't want to high five you initially. High five that neighbor and tell them, I'm so glad you're here. Y'all may be seated. You may be seated. What an anointing. What an anointing. It's raining outside, stormy. There's a marathon in our city, locking down the highways and so forth, and yet you made it. By the grace of God, here we are. For all of our friends and followers streaming from all around the world, welcome to New Season. We're coming to you live from Sacramento, California. And there is a group of people in this auditorium who are sold out for Jesus in this place. So you're streaming from all around the world. Let not your heart be troubled before this service is over. We're coming in agreement that your breakthrough is right around the corner. Matter of fact, we're believing in Jesus' name that your miracle will be born and nothing will stop it from being born. Somebody say amen. We began the first week of October with birthing miracles. We've covered biblical narratives regarding supernatural deliveries, which means what? The birthing of a miracle and the process that it entails. We began with Abraham and Sarah and Isaac. We transitioned to Hannah giving birth to Samuel. For the past few weeks, we talked about 2 Kings chapter 4, the prophet Elisha and the Shunammite woman. He looked at a woman who made room for the prophetic who made room for what is anointed of a double portion, who made room for what's holy. And this woman stood before an open door. Wherever you make room, whenever you make room for God, God will open a door for you that no man will be able to close. And she stood before an open door, and the man of God looked at her and said, by this time next year. How many here still believe that by this time next year, you will be embracing, you will have in your hands your answered prayer and promise. If you believe that, say amen. amen. I want to transition now. We are officially in the Advent season. It's Christmas season 2022. And I want to cover with you Luke chapter 1. These two stories regarding supernatural birth miracle processes. Right here, John the Baptist in Jesus. They really unfold, unpack. We're going to extrapolate, exegetically speaking, some biblical truths that will enable you to see your miracle born. Come in agreement with me. We, if you believe in miracles, raise one hand. If you know that miracles are real, raise both hands. If you serve the God of miracles, raise both hands and a foot. Your miracle will be born in Jesus' name. Your miracle will be born. So I would, instead of me trying to break this down in the traditional manner, I went to Israel and invited via the cortex, the, what is called the vortex or a space-time continuum portal. We, I found some people from 2,000 years ago and brought them over to Sacramento, California. So on stage, I want you to help me welcome all the way, all the way from Jerusalem back in the day. Help me welcome the father of John the Baptist, Zechariah. Give it up right here for Zechariah. And of course, his lovely spouse and bride, Elizabeth. We call you Lizzie for today's purposes. On this side, we have, well... It's Luke chapter 1. We begin with John the Baptist, and then the birth of, mm-hmm. Give it up for Mary, please. And she is engaged to Joseph. Give it up for Joseph. Joseph, Joseph. And in order to really lay this out, it's Luke chapter 1. I couldn't read the first 38 verses. We'll be here for the next 10 minutes. So what I'm going to do is juxtapose these two. This, is, this really happened. So angel Gabriel, Gabriel comes along. He's the angel. Guys, give it up for Gabriel, please. 
What's up, Gabe? My brother. All right. So Gabriel comes along, and he has an encounter with them before he has an encounter over here. So he encounters them first. Now, it, it's Luke chapter 1, so let's break this down for you real quick. Point number one, heaven will show up based on where you are and based on who you are. I will repeat that for the hearing impaired. Heaven will show up based on where you are and based on who you are. Verse 11, while Zechariah was in the sanctuary. So this guy right here, he was, he was ministering in the sanctuary. Zechariah was in church. Somebody say church. You got to do it like this, church. So he was in the sanctuary, in the temple. An angel, I'm reading it verbatim, Luke chapter 1 verse 11. While Zechariah was in the sanctuary, an angel of the Lord appeared to him. An angel Lord. So he shows up. This guy was in church. Now watch this. Come here, Mary. Verse 28. Gabriel appeared to her. She wasn't in church. She was, you weren't in church. Why weren't you in church? Should have been in church. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, I'm here because you are favored. The Lord is with you. One more time. God visited Zechariah because of where he was. He visited Mary because of who she was. I'll repeat that. He visited Zechariah because of where he was, and he visited Mary because of who she was. Zechariah was in God's house. He was for all practical purposes in church, and God's messenger shows up. And the word of the Lord stood delivered to him. Why? Because your surroundings matter. Your atmosphere matters. He, your location matters. He wasn't just anywhere. He was in the presence of God. He was in church. He was in an atmosphere that was righteous and full of the presence of God. This is going to sound self-serving, but coming to church matters. It really does. And don't, if your atmosphere, if you are in an environment, like the angel didn't show up, I'm going to get in trouble with everything here today. Oh boy. I hope I get at least two amens and a hallelujah. But, but this may be a rough one because I'm just going to lay it out scripturally. I'm going to read the book and share the book it, under the anointing. So don't forget, this is not Pastor Sam's opinion. I don't give a holy hoot about my own opinion. My job in Simon is to preach the word. So I want you to show, he wasn't in a strip club and God showed up. You follow what I'm saying? He wasn't clubbing and God showed up. He wasn't drunk and God showed up. He, he, was, he was in the sanctuary and the angel of the Lord, heaven's messenger, showed up. So don't give me the line, oh, God is everywhere. Well, yeah, well, yeah, God is everywhere, but the word of the Lord is not everywhere because God decides, let me explain it to you, God is not present in the porn site. You're not going to find God watching pornography. So don't tell me I can, I can find God everywhere. Nope, you can't find God in a racist conversation. You can't find God in an adulterous relationship, and you can't find God in a lie. God doesn't show up giving a word in every single atmosphere. He shows up and gives a word in an atmosphere that is what? That is what? Ushering in his presence. So show me a person like Zechariah who goes to God's house. Show me a person like Zechariah who lived to serve in an atmosphere committed to attracting the presence of Almighty God. Show me a person like Zechariah who embodied the following declaration. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your atmosphere matters. If you are in an atmosphere where God's presence, 
where his presence shows up. You could be broken and you qualify for a word of the Lord. You could be wounded and God will give you a word. You could be hurting, you could be sinful and God will show up and give you a word because this is what the psalmist said. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. I'm here to tell you the presence of God is everything. A holy atmosphere is everything. One more time. If you are in the right place, God will show up. I dare you to repeat after me. My church is God's sanctuary. Raise your right hand repeat after me. My house is God's sanctuary. My family is God's sanctuary. My body, my mind, my heart, God's sanctuary. I am temple of the Holy Spirit. I am God's sanctuary. God visited Zechariah because of where he was. He visited Mary exclusively because of who she was. You're going to get this in a second. It's important. And when both are in sync, what if who you are is right? And where you are is right. When your anointing is in alignment with the atmosphere, all things are possible. When your character is in perfect alignment with the calling, his calling upon your life, all things are possible. When your words align with his will, all things are possible. When your plans are a reflection of his purpose, all things are possible. When you are righteous and you live in the presence of revival, your miracle cannot be stopped. So I am believing in the name of Jesus as we step into a new year that your atmospheres will be saturated. I am believing in the name of Christ that no longer will you be in a toxic environment, that you're no longer going to be surrounded by devils and demons and legions and principalities and powers of darkness. You're no longer going to be limited by some sort of idea or motif or worldview that puts a lid on your purpose and your calling. In Jesus' name, wherever you go, the presence of God will be present. How many come in agreement with me right now? Whatever God has to do. How many come in agreement that we're just a few weeks from ending this year? Are you willing to give God space that whatever he needs to put an order in your house, he'll put an order. That when you step into 2023, your house will be so anointed that when the Amazon delivery guy puts a package in front of your door, he feels the power of God coming out of your house. Are you with me right now? You're telling me that's not real? Oh, that's more than real. When your house is full of the Holy Spirit, there's not a devil in hell that can ever step into your house. When your house is full of the presence of God, I'm prophesying to you now. Your house is about to be flipped. Flip the house. Your house will no longer be filled with anger and fighting and discord and bitterness and depression and anxiety and worry. From this moment on, I'm going to tell you what's going to fill your house. The glory of Jesus Christ will fill your house. If you believe it, shout like you know it. How many would have crazy faith enough to believe that whoever walks into your house will end up being saved? 48 of you. How many have enough faith to believe that whoever walks into your house, every chain will fall off them? 72% of you. How many 
believe that anyone who comes into your house, into your property, I don't care if they're going into the driveway, that the glory of God will be so I sense the Lord. Every addiction will stop right there at very moment. How many believe that with me right now? I dare you to shout, my house, my property, my bank account, my medical report is God's sanctuary. Watch this. Point number two. Worship attracts the blessing. Holiness attracts the favor. I'll break this down for you. One day, Zechariah was serving God in the temple, for his order was on duty that week. Verse 8, as was the custom of the priest, he was chosen to enter the sanctuary of the Lord. While the incense was being burned, a great crowd stood outside praying. This is what he was doing. This guy, he was in the temple and he was worshiping. He was worshiping. Now, watch this. In, verse 26, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel. That's you, Gabriel. Raise your hand, Gabriel. He sent Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in the Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, you are favored. The Lord is with you. Watch this. I'm going to tell you what he was doing. He was worshiping. She was holy. Worshiping. Holy. Worshiping. Holy. Angel shows up. Follow me here, angel. Looks at him. He was worshiping. He was in the right place doing the right thing. He looks at him and says, I'm here, speaking parenthetically, read it. I'm here to answer your prayer. What was he doing? Where was he? In a holy atmosphere, and he was doing what? By the way, he wasn't sucking his thumb. He wasn't just looking to see what happens. He was worshiping. Don't be a spectator. Don't be a spectator. Don't be a spectator. Worship. Worship. I'm here to tell you, God, you're about to see. Worship. He shows up and says, you're in the right place and you're worshiping, so I'm here to answer your prayer. If, if you want God to answer your prayers, be in the right atmosphere. Worship God. Listen, I'm here to tell you God's looking for people. John chapter 4, verse 24. The Bible says God is looking for people. Right now, in 2022, before 2023, God is looking for people. He's not looking for you because of the color of your skin. So he's not looking for black people and white people and brown, Latino people and Asian people and Native Americans. He's not looking for you based on you being Republican, Democrat, or Independent, or a 49ers fan, or a Rams fan, or a Kings fan, or a Warriors fan, or a Lakers fan. You know what he's looking for? The Bible says he's looking for a particular group of people. The Lord, the Bible says God is seeking people. What kind of people does he see? He seeks worshipers that worship him in spirit and in truth. I believe we're about to see a worship revolution come out of Sacramento, California. Are there any worshipers here in the house? Let me ask one more time. Are there any worshipers here in the house? Is there anyone here who is a worshiper in spite of what you've been through? Anyone here who is a worshiper in spite of all the things you've been through? Are there any worshipers? I dare you to lift up your hands and say, I am a worshiper. 
I'm not just anybody. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are blessed today. You're not seated just next to anybody. You're seated next to a worshiper. I worship in spirit. I worship in truth. When I worship, heaven shows up. When I worship, hell runs out. When I worship, when I worship, Jesus is lifted high. When I worship, every mountain is brought down. Worshipers, all the worshipers, lift up your hands. Stop for a moment. What was he doing? Where? The right atmosphere. And he was doing what? I promise you, when you wake up in the morning, the first thing you do is worship. Wake up and worship. Go. You're driving in your car. How many have been on 99 and 5 and, and you've been worshiping? I used to do this before Bluetooth. People thought I was crazy because now everybody thinks it's Bluetooth. You get away with it. Oh, back, back in the day when I was a kid, I didn't care. I'd be driving the car. Didn't care. I was driving at Penn State University on the road, and I remember he's going, so help me God, I'm making this up. Some guy passed me one day and just stopped and went like this, went like this. So I just went like, we need some worshipers to rise up. I said, we need some worshipers to rise up. Everybody is, no one is ashamed on Instagram and TikTok and Facebook to talk about what they believe. We worship Jesus. We are worshipers of the Lamb. Okay, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna finish right now. Watch this. He shows up and says, aha, you're in the right place and you're worshiping. I'm here to answer your prayer. I want God to answer my prayer. What do you need? In the right so he shows up and says, read it. I'm here to answer your prayer. You and your wife are going to have a boy. You're going to name him John. I'm here to answer your prayer. Watch this. Because worship attracts the blessing. Worship will attract the answered prayer. A blessing is an answered prayer. But to her, the angel shows up. here to give you what you've never asked for. You missed it. Mary never prayed for Jesus. Mary never said, I want to be the mother of the Messiah, Emmanuel, the son of man, the son of God. The angel shows up and says, you're favored. God has chosen you. You are holy. You're a virtuous woman. Because of that, I am going to give you what you've never asked for. Blessing is when God answers your prayers. Favor is when God gives you what you haven't even asked for. No, no, you're not hearing me. I need you to get ready. In 2023, not only will you be blessed, you will be blessed and highly, highly. Is there anybody here ready? Is there anyone here ready to be blessed and highly? All the favored people in the house lift up a shout of praise. Like, I dare you to lift up both hands and repeat after me. As for me and my house, we are blessed and highly favored. Speak that word over yourself. Say, I am blessed 
and highly favored. I'm not just blessed. I am highly favored. God answers my prayers, but he also gives me what I've never asked for. He also gives me what I've never imagined. No, 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 no. The blessing produced to John. The favor resulted in Jesus. The favor of God is what God gives you, the stuff you haven't even asked for. And it is greater than anything you've ever asked for in the past. All the blessed and highly favored people, lift up your hands. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, worship attracts the blessing. Holiness attracts the favor. Repeat after me. Worship attracts the blessing. Holiness attracts the favor. Say it like you believe it. Worship attracts the blessing. Holiness attracts the favor. Repeat after me. From this moment on, I will worship in spirit and in truth, and I will live a holy life. I'm here to tell you you're both a worshiper and you're already holy. I'm going to show you. John 4, 24, you are a worshiper. Hebrews 13, 12 says that he paid the price. He paid the price to make us holy. Jesus made us holy. When you live a life full of the Holy Spirit, you are holy. When the Holy Spirit drives you, you are holy. Stop walking around telling yourself you're a miserable sinner. No, rebuke that in the name of Jesus. You, the devil would love you to believe that you're walking around going, I'm a miserable, shameful sinner. I'm the bottom of the barrel. You were all of that until you received everything Jesus. Are you with me right now? You're not who you used to be. You're not a miserable sinner. You are a child of God. You are the righteousness of God. All the blessed people lift up one hand. All the blessed and highly favored people lift up both hands. If you are blessed and favored, lift them up really high. I'm going to show you what 2023 is going to look like for you. You're going to walk in through the door. Not broke, busted, and disgusted. You're not going to walk in here traumatized and toxic. You're not going to walk through the 2023 making excuses and permitting circumstances to define you. You're going to walk in going, I am blessed and highly because I am both a worshiper and the blood of Jesus makes me holy. The Holy Spirit of God in me, 1 Corinthians 3.16, makes me holy. 1 Peter 1.16, be holy for I am holy, say of the Lord. That means God already gave you the power to live a holy life. Stand with me you're, if you're not standing already. Watch this, watch this. She never prayed for Jesus. The angel shows up and says, you're favored. You're holy. Holiness attracts the favor of God. Genesis chapter 6 verse 8 and 9 says that Noah was a holy man. And read it, and God favored him. What, Pastor Sam, this favorite thing, I get the blessing. A blessing is what God answers your prayer. Favor is when God gives you what you haven't even asked for. You, things are going to happen to you in your life as you live out this word. As you worship him in spirit and truth in all of your actions, words, deeds, and thoughts, every single day your life is worshiped. And I, 
Pastor Sam, do I have to come to church every single day? No, you should be coming to church. Absolutely, because this is part. The Bible talks about the fellowship with the saints. It is a biblical mandate to come together with other believers. But what about the days that there are no church services? What about those days? What? Romans chapter 12 says, your body is the greatest form of worship. Read it. Verses 1 and 2. Your body is the greatest form of worship that he receives. What you do with your mouth, what you do with your thoughts, your body. Oh, I'm here to tell you, are you ready to just to live in a season of answered prayers? Raise your hand. How many have been praying for stuff for years that hasn't been answered yet? Be honest. How many have some unanswered prayers? Are you ready to see your prayers answered? And are you ready for heaven to show up and say, I'm not only going to answer your prayer and bless you, I'm going to favor you by giving you what you've never even asked for. If you believe that's for you and your house, raise both hands. Repeat after me. I am blessed by the grace of God through the blood of Jesus because of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of me, who will never leave me or forsake me. I am blessed and highly favored. My house is blessed and highly favored. You believe that? I want you to find the best praise you've given him in the past three months and give it to him right now. Somebody praise like you're blessed and favored. Somebody worship like you're blessed and favored. Somebody shout unto God like you're blessed and favored. Somebody rejoice like you're blessed and favored. Final thing with both hands raised. Not more devils and demons, but blessings and favor. No more drama and depression, but blessings and favor. No more poverty and problems, but blessings and favor. No more fear and failure, but your house will be defined by blessings and favor. If you got this word, raise one hand. Everybody standing with me. Come here for a second. Come here for a second. This is so awesome. Watch this. When Zechariah was shaken and overwhelmed with fear, verse 12, and the angel said, don't be afraid. God has heard your prayer. How about her? Verse 29. Confused and disturbed. Does that define you? Confused and disturbed? They're pretty much confused and disturbed. Confused and disturbed. Mary tried to think of what the angel could mean. And, and the same thing. Don't be afraid because you, you're favored. They both experience fear. God told them, I'm going to do something so great in both of your lives. And they were afraid of the next. Sometimes we get so fearful of the next. Even when it comes from God. Even when God shows up, we start to God's word from Genesis to Revelation. Fear not. What about if I, am I, I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm ready. God says, fear not. I don't have the money, the resources. God says, listen, fear not. But the people around me, God says, but what about what I went through in the past that could happen? 
Isaiah 41, verse 10. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Philippians 4, 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving, let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. So God is saying, fear not. Blessings and favor will define you. They all went through a process. What well, I'm not here to tell you, life is going to be perfect going forward. You're never going to go through anything. Never said that. He even went through stuff after this. What it means is, when you are a worshiper, living a holy life through Him, there is no other choice but to be blessed and highly favored. So if you believe that 2023 for you and your family will be a year where you will be nothing less than blessed and highly favored, I want you to tell three people around you, I am blessed and highly favored. Tell them right now. Confess it. highly favored. Do, I don't know if you, do you know what you just did? Every lie of the enemy just broke right now in the name of Jesus by you confessing that you are blessed and highly favored through the finished work of Christ. You got this word? Raise one hand if you got this word. In its entirety, if it's 150% for you, raise both hands. 